Welcome to Real Talk, where talk goes to get real. Happy New Year, everyone. We are in 2019. I just want to start this whole thing off just by letting you know that I'm thankful for every one of you tuning in. Uh, I hope you're thankful that the fact that you got ears to tune in. We got some big stuff going on for 2019. Let's do this. We're in the future now. Or should I say we're in the present? You know, depends on how you look at it. But we'll dive right on into today, to today's topic, which is dating in the workplace, sex in the workplace, relations in the workplace, no matter how you package it up, you know what I'm talking about, that inter-office intermingle. And should we do it? Well, before I tell you my thoughts, I want to give you a little bit of background. Yes, I have done it uh, probably more times than I care to admit. And I think that my experiences range from good, bad, and places in between. That experience is what brings me to my overall thought on it. And uh, I'm going to share it with you. But before I get into all of that, uh, what is exactly dating or sex or whatever in the workplace? What I'm speaking of. Uh, Because you have... A couple of different ways that it can happen. You could either be an employee of of a particular place. There's another uh, employee of uh, that's uh, lateral in terms of position. So this person isn't any higher ranking, any lower ranking. Uh, You're you're two people that work in 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 the same place with a similar position. You have the situation where you are senior to someone in that in a in whatever position maybe they're a direct report or even if they're not a direct report you're someone that has a little bit of a, a higher stature that could go the other way where now you have a person that is senior to you and they are in charge of some things rather you report directly to them or not and this could be anywhere from the um, nightclub to working at a restaurant to working in a corporate atmosphere, all these, all these different places have a hierarchy. So those are some of the different ones. Now, but you also have a client type of uh, relationship. Let's say I am a pulling something out of a hat. Let's say I'm an air conditioned salesman. As an air conditioned salesman, I have a big contract with. Dave and Buster's, just using them randomly. Dave and Buster's. So as I go over there, uh, they're one of my largest clients. And uh, now I, the person that's handling the account on their end and the person that's handling the account on my end, which is me, we start having some uh, some goings on. Uh, so those are some of the different ones. Just so you can know, all of these are being covered in what I'm saying right now. And I'm going to start saying it very, very simple. If you have to see the person on a continuous basis, like you work in a small area together, then I advise against it because one, everybody, in my opinion, you can argue with this, argue argue this with me if you want to. Some of you actually have privacy is near and dear to all, all of us. We all like to have our privacy, but if I work with you And I live with you, not saying privacy in terms of secrets, but privacy in terms of having a moment to just be with a different group of people and and not be monitored and not be 
uh, another joint world. When worlds collide, they explode. You want your work world and you want your uh, home world. You want those to be separate. Also, if one of you are having a bad day personally, you don't want to take it into your job. If you're having a bad day professionally, you don't want to bring that home. Those are places that you go opposite of each other to reset. So that's that and that privacy that I'm, I'm referring to, being able to separate those worlds. Uh, it, it's very important that at the end of a long day of work, you can go home and be separated. It's important to be able to do that in terms of being at home. You should, you should be able to go out into the world, whether it's work or anywhere else. And, you know, some, certain stuff you leave at the door, as the old saying goes. Now, let's switch it around a little bit. Let's say you have a situation where you work for a company that has thousands of employees on a on a large scale. And unless I want to see you during the course of my workday, I'm not actually going to because we have such a large distance between us as well as we have different things going on. Basically, we work at the same company, but we don't do the same job and we don't have to see each other. Then that's a little bit more, uh, I don't want to use permissible, but that's a little bit more convenient and realistic. You want to be able to see that person. That's a sweet thing. Now you can go pop in for lunch or that's when you can turn the small little uh, areas of the day that maybe are not your favorite at work and you can go into pop into to somebody's office and be like, Hey, what's going on? You know, make a smile, eat a lunch that can make your day happen. You know what I'm saying? I ain't talking about a nooner. <laughs> I am not saying that at your job, you need to go take a nooner. If you don't know what a nooner is, put church, type it into your search uh, browser and check out what a nooner is. Um, but yeah, I'm talking about being able to go spend a little bit of sweet time together, but not, forced time together. You never want any time with your partner to be forced is what I'm really trying to get around to where at home you choose to be around each other, but at work you, you can't choose it if you're working in close proximity. Um, another situation now that client going back to what I was talking about with the clients, I strongly advise you do not do that. You do not do it. And to put to put it in a simple way to remember is you don't mix where you get your bread with where you get your meat. You know what I'm saying? Your bread is your money. Obviously, you know what meat is. You're not crazy. So, boom, you don't want to mix those up. Unless you work at a deli, what you mixing your meat and your bread for? And if you do work at a deli, it better be deli meat. You know what I'm saying? So, I really would advise against because if you have a client now, that line it it it's eventually going to happen. The line will blur between business and pleasure in that relationship, no matter what. Now, I'm not saying that a lot of people don't do it. To be honest, in today's world, unless you swiping right and left, occasionally going to bars, one of the most common ways people meet up is at work. There's a similar interest. There's usually a similar proximity. You don't want to date somebody that lives, you know, a, a three hour drive away. But if you both work in the same place, nine times out of 10, you, you're geographically relevant um, to each other. But of course, nobody wants to drive three hours 
to go see that person. Uh, and even if you do do it, you want to keep that time limited. You don't want to make that a long term thing. You want to be trying to work on getting closer, uh, in my opinion. So that client relationship, anything that's going to that's going to mess up your money. You don't want to do that because the majority of relationships break up over money anyway. Um, you want to make sure that any time and I and I'm very very serious when I make this, when I say this, any time you're dealing with a relationship with someone that is not uh, lateral to you in position, talk about it ahead of time. Talk. To, you you need to sit down with that person and have a serious conversation because one of these things are going to happen. Uh, if one of you are higher than the other, you have. Uh, on both sides, both male and female, you have the whole fact that people can feel like it's being uh, used in a manipulative way. The Me Too movement has called out a lot of people that has taken advantage of a position of power. So you want to make sure if you are in a position of power or you're dealing with someone that is, that you put your intentions out there, you set your boundaries, everything's consensual. Uh, on another note with that same thing is if the other thing that would happen is what if HR finds out some companies care about it more than others, but in large companies, HR don't want to hear that uh, someone's fraternizing. That's literally what, what it is. It's, it's fraternization policies. Look it up at your job. I'm pretty sure HR would be glad to tell you because uh, that's one less thing they want to worry about. So, uh, yeah, that's these. Those are my areas of concern. Now this is where it can be beautiful because if you do work with each other and y'all can slide a nooner in or something like that, why not? Um, being able to look at somebody that you love, the face of someone you love or someone that you just care deeply for uh, throughout the course of your day. That's a beautiful thing. That's why people put pictures of their children up, but that lunch break, that 30 minutes being able to go chill off with the boo thing. Oh, come on now. Another good part of having someone uh, that that you're having that you're intimate with in the workplace is because you got somebody on your team. We know how it is sometimes. It's a politic game, and you got people that get on your nerves. You got people that's trying to undercut, chop your legs up on you, chop you in the back, all those type of things. But now you got somebody, you know, the same person that you had pillow talk with. They hopefully, if your game is tight, then they won't be uh, letting other people talk better when when you're not around and they're there you got somebody that's going to be some backup for you because it's hard to be out here doing it alone so be able to get that team effort the one-two combo you know that helps out you help out them they help out you then y'all kind of then y'all climb that ladder together so that that right there i I, i'm not going to sit here in front and say that hey it's all bad never date with somebody in the workplace Uh, I, i truly understand and being able to have that similar interest with someone because especially if you're working in your career if you're working in something that you love, that you have a deep passion for, then you meet somebody else who also has a deep passion for it. Then, I mean, you can really make some things blossom. That's in that aspect. It is absolutely beautiful. But if you work in that Chili's or you work in that uh, Six Flags, you might want to think twice about it. Unless you just really love Chili's and Six Flags, you know, don't let me squash your dream. Uh, so, yeah. I'm I'm gonna kind of leave that there. I'm leave the, let this one be a short one. So I'm gonna wrap it up with saying this: if you wanna, if you want me to give you a hard answer, like a hard yes or no, I'm gonna have to say no. In my opinion, as my advice to you, do not date, have sex, relations, mix it up in the workplace. Not a good one. But in reality, 
it's a sliding scale. It really is. Some people are more mature than others. You, some people met, meet their soulmates in a small company together. So you really have to take each, um, you have to take each person that you meet and each situation for what it is, just like with any relationship, evaluate what your intentions are. Cause if your intentions are just to smash and like be out of there or like to not respect a relationship and not build something, let something flourish. No, all you're doing is causing drama, heartache for yourself. Don't do it. Um, but if you are looking for something more and they mean something to you, maybe give it that shot, but you need to have that conversation with them. So it's a sliding scale. Other than that, Wrapping it up, the next issue of The Realist Magazine is coming out. Ooh, this month I'm really excited. So make sure you go check that out. Go to the website as well as go to the Instagram, Facebook, follow, uh, Real Talk. Uh, That's about it for me. So y'all check it out. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.